Welcome to the Real Estate Woman's Podcast. Thanks for pulling up a chair to our roundtable discussion. Here, we'll teach you how you can create a stream of passive income through multifamily investing, and we'll help you to shift your mindset so you can start living the life you really want to be living by design today. Hello, we are the Real Estate Women. I'm Tamara. I'm Crystal. I'm Candy. And I'm Colleen. Welcome to a mindset episode of the Passive Investing Podcast. We've come to realize that mindset is our number one place to start when it comes to making a change. However, until your mind has been programmed for success, it will do more to derail your efforts than it will to help you. Um, that being said, in today's episode, we are going to discuss how to create a life by design. And, you know, life by design, doesn't that sound so fabulous? Just the first thought, but the first question is, you know, you probably ask yourself is what is a life by design? What does that mean exactly? And to be honest, I think it has to mean something different to um, each different person, because what's an ideal life for me is not going to be an ideal life for you. Um, so I think it's very dependent on how exactly you want to live your life. And quite frankly, step one of creating your life by design is to first choose the life that you want and get really granular, like figure out exactly how you want to live your life. What, what do you want to do when you first wake up? What do you want your responsibilities to be? Who do you want to spend your time with? Um, and then the second step is kind of realizing you can have it all. <laughs> we just got to set it up and you have to set the goals, right ladies? Um, so, so what do you think that being said, like, um, do you guys agree that choosing the life you, uh, having a life by design starts with setting some goals? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I didn't even, you know, when I think about setting goals, I always thought about it. I would confuse setting goals with a to-do list yep, and the to-do right. list is completely different. That, those are action steps. There's, there's different types of to-do lists, but then there's action steps to take towards your life by design. A lot of times, um, oh, I didn't even realize this until I had a mentor tell me that when you ever run into someone, you haven't seen them in about a year, and you pick up exactly where you left off from the conversation you had a year ago, that's not necessarily living a life by design. That's living the same day of your life over and over for a year or more. And people, I've known people that I have met that I, it's the exact same thing five or 10 years ago. It's crazy. And when I learned that, I realized I had been living a life by default. How about you? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that's the perfect example of not having a not having a defined goal. Because if you just set out and start driving and you don't know where your destination is, you just drive endlessly. That's, that's such a good way to put it, Crystal, like that we need a map. Like you think you only need a map for when you're, needing directions to get somewhere and your life. If, if you pause and you think about it in that light, what is the roadmap of where you're trying to go and then like work it backwards. Uh, and I know for me, um, and I think for all of us ladies, like the, there's been moments in time of where you learn different things and then you apply it. Um, you know, for me, like one of the defining moments, um, it was like, if it's not in your calendar, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so that's, I think, uh, one way to start by setting goals is to 
you know, not have every minute of your life <laughs> scheduled because that's no fun. I mean, there's no spontaneity then. However, it's very important, I think, to put things down that really important and are important to you and put them in your calendar. So then they exist and then they, they get done instead of like, it's next week, next week, next week. Oh, I definitely relate to that. And, and I'll give a tip that, to help out. When I first started to do uh, the time slotting is, is a trendy word for right. designing your life by your calendar. <laughs> right. Um, I had my calendar filled, but I didn't have it filled with uh, room in case something didn't work out on life on life's terms during that day. So then my calendar, I felt like I was obsessing about time and I was, you know, this was interfering with my schedule. Now, how was I going to, to reschedule my schedule? It, it became quite, I was making more of a simple task than what I needed to do. Um, so if you do go to the extreme of time slotting every moment of your day, time slot a, a few, some time, at least an hour or two for life on life terms. So if you get a hiccup where suddenly the dog needs to go to the vet, well, your day's not blown. And then you're able to do whatever you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And, and what do you guys think about the thought of like, um, the, a good place to start with figuring out what you really want in life? Like not even think about like your mm -hmm. weekly calendar. Don't think about like what you're gonna do this week, this month, this day. Think about, okay, how do I want my life to be lived in the, in a more full aspect? Like, okay, let's say you have a nine to five, um, but you part of your perfect life, which does not mean it's going to happen today, tomorrow, or in the next five years, but like you want to, you don't want to have to have a nine to five. You want to have supplemental income. You want to, or maybe, you know, you just want to work part-time because you absolutely love what you do. Like think of, I, I feel like to me, it's on a grand scale like figuring out like how I want to choose my day and then reverse engineering it. What do I have to do to get there? What, it, what do I have to change in life? What do I have to invest in? And by the time you break it down, that's when you get to that ever so important, like time blocking of like, okay, this is my, my goal, my plan for today to achieve my 10 year goal of being retired 10, 15 years early or something like that. I learned a, a technique. It's, um, I forgot the, the, the mentor that taught me this because I want to give him credit for that, but it's, it's called the rocking chair technique. And it's, so it is like uh, Tamara had mentioned before, you know, where do you want to be and then work your way backwards. So it's like sitting in the rocking chair in your older years and you're telling your story. Hmm. Uh, and from that, it's like, this, and this is an opportunity you can tell whatever story you want to tell. And so you, if, if, I, if you had the ideal situation, what would your story be? And leave all of the things and the worries of what you may feel are holding you back in the moment. Those don't exist. What if everything was, in, you didn't have to worry about money. You didn't have to worry about, you know, any kind of job, getting a job, any of that stuff what would what would your life be what would you want it to look like and then that's how you start to work backwards well how can i make that happen and break it down into quadrants in your life yeah and i feel like sometimes people are afraid to let themselves dream really big because they are afraid that like they're gonna they're gonna fail 
or they're not going to get to their end goal or something. But I feel like in starting to think about the life by design, you need to really let go of all that. And you really need to be super, super true to yourself and really figure out what you want and not be afraid of saying, okay, this is how I want to live. I want to have somebody cook me every dinner. I don't want to have to cook it or whatever it may be. I feel like it's, I know, I know I struggled with it when I first started to, when I wrote my like five year plan and my 10 year plan, like I was super worried about like actually writing those words down and seeing them on paper. Cause I thought, well, now that I'm saying it and writing it down, like if I don't achieve it, did I fail or, or not? Like that's, it's hard to, it's almost hard to get past that, but you know, I feel like you, the only way to fail is by not planning because at least by having that plan, if I didn't get there in those five years, I got a heck of a lot closer than I would have if I didn't do anything at all. So. And identifying your, and even if you can't figure out what it is that you want. So let's say you're, you're doing this for the first time to think like, first of all, sometimes it feels hard to think, well, when will I have the time freedom to do what I want? Uh, but even with that being said, to if you can't think of something that you would want to do because maybe your life is a little overwhelmed, identify the feelings that you want to feel. How would you like to feel? And then from those feelings, well, what would make me feel that way? So what I think, so we're, we're, we're talking about um, passive investing and multifamily. Well, what would be the reason for that? Well, for me, it gives me peace of mind that I know that I actually have my money working for me and I can have that time to do other things in my life. And then I can look and see that I'm still working towards my future. At the same time, I'm doing other self-development things for myself or just, you know, passions, following passions that I, that I have. Uh, and that's like a little tip just to, to focus on the feeling and then work your feeling for, from that, what creates that. And you'll be amazed at what you'll come up with of things that you want to do that you don't even realize like, oh yeah, that would be a fun thing to do and okay. share it with friends. Cause then that's when you're like, oh, right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So to uh, piggyback on what Candy's saying too, one of the biggest things I've learned over the past year with having and making the time for yourself is that sometimes it's okay to say no or to say you can't do something for mm. everybody else. It's so easy to volunteer your time at, at your kid's school, at sports. And, and I want to be there and I want to do that stuff. But, you know, more recently, I've given up my role as president of an HOA. I'm done. That was my free time. I was spending so much time on a lawsuit with that. That was time of mine I was giving to somebody else. That wasn't time for me, you know? So um, I have learned that sometimes I just have to say no to some opportunities to make time for myself. That's hard to do, right? To say no sometimes because it's like most people I know, it's like, it's so easy to put yourself last. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, you're burnt out. And yep. it's funny. I hate to, I hate to compare a meme to it, but I read, I seen this um, and it's, it was about a little girl's kind of like a lengthy one, a little girl saying how she loved how much fun her dad had because, you know, dad has this hobby, that hobby, that hobby, but mom doesn't have a hobby because mom works and then takes care of this and takes care of that and does all these things. And a lot of the time it truly is the women that are so busy spending their every waking moment, taking care of everybody else that the thought of even blocking out time for like yoga or something you enjoy, you almost feel selfish. Like, mm -hmm. Oh, like I, I actually sometimes, 
have to get get out of the my mind of getting feeling guilty for setting mm-hmm. time for myself to work out but it's it's so hard to do so hard to do so well hard. there's a reason for that too crystal you have to remember that you know we are genetically engineered to give birth and therefore we are gen- genetically engineered to be caretakers that's mm-hmm. true so there's a there is come to mind like we're supposed to please Absolutely. Absolutely. And not, and so it's like, we're, yeah, it's like, you're not fulfilled, but really you are fulfilled because we had talked about, we had talked about the, the, on the airplane with the oxygen, like that you can't help anyone else if you don't, if you can't, if you're not breathing. So you need to put that oxygen on first. And something else with that is that what we don't think about is that one of the most powerful things that we can do to help other people when we help ourselves, we're being a power of example. And you don't know that until somebody comes and may say something, but that is the most powerful way of teaching because people not people usually the kids are really watching and, but they're not going to let you know. Um, But right. Being a power of example and taking care of yourself, it gives others that may be struggling with that, that, hey, that's, look, it's okay. And they're okay. I can do that as well. Yeah, that's, that's so true. Especially when you have kids, if you don't model that you're worth taking time for yourself. And actually my four-year-old daughter asked me, um, she's, she was, we were talking about, oh, I love my mom. I love my dad. I love my sister. And then she goes, and I love me. And she's like, right, mom? And she like asked me, like, I love me. Like, can I love me? Am I supposed to love? Mm-hmm. And then I, it's just so funny to hear that when you like, they at that age, they're like questioning, like, is that a thing? Do I love me? And I was like, yeah, you should love you. You have to love yourself. And then she's like, so you love me? You love mom? And I'm like, yeah, I love me. And it's just, <laughs> it's really funny to think about, like, you have to teach them that you love yourself to show them it's okay for them to love themselves, not even just for kids, for all your, like you said, Kim, everybody around you. And it's just crazy. It all, it all goes back to the feelings. And I think that was just such a good tip that you gave candy about like, think about the feelings. Like I remember being doing a Tony Robbins seminar and it's like, there's one thing to visualize what you want instead of goal. But when you like sit in that moment and feel how happy you feel when you achieve that goal, it's so much more powerful. It's like, and I had done goal setting before I'd done all that stuff, but like to take the 10 minutes to feel the feeling of achieving the goal made it so my desire to achieve it was so much stronger than I've ever felt before because I didn't just want it. I felt the feeling that I had, but then he did have you do it on the, on the opposite side, like feel how horrible you feel. Like we had mentioned 10 years later, you're living the same exact life. You have the same desires. It's been your groundhog's day. How sad do you feel that you've achieved nothing? Like feel the sadness because happy feelings are a motivator, but let's be real. Sad feelings are probably more of a motivator than the happy feelings because nobody wants to feel that really deep down sad feeling. So I hate to say negative, say it, it sounds so negative, but it's true. Feel the sad feelings that you feel if you do nothing. Well, if negative. you don't feel your sad feelings, then you have nothing. First of all, they'll boggle up and they'll come I'm out here. sideways. And, but when you do have your feelings, oh my gosh, I've read this book. And it was, uh, and he, the gentleman had interviewed a, a monk and I practiced, I was like, oh, I want to be able to do that, which is, I'll share that now. Um, 
he he asked the monk, "Do you ever feel angry?" And the and the monk said, "Yeah, of course I do. Mm-hmm. I do. But when I feel anger, it's like writing it in water. What a beautiful image is that? What if we could feel our feelings? We're honoring them. We're seeing them. We're mm-hmm. seeing a little bit of the ripple effect, but then it dissipates. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then you're back in the present moment." And I just, so, you know, I heard that quote and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. So whenever I feel something that, like, because you have a choice how long you want to stay in negativity or joy, but you have to experience all of the ranges of the emotions in order to be able to identify which one you're having. Mm -hmm. So what if I was able to, the ones discomfort, frustration, you name it, all of the gamuts that we don't really ever want to really stay in very long. When I start to feel that I try to write whatever it is that I'm feeling and imagine myself writing it in water, it distracts me from the actual event. And then I practice and I don't even know what I'm doing because I'm just trying this, but visualizing (laughs) writing it water and then I'm visualizing it dissipating, just like the, that quote that was um, from the book. And I got to say I really am able to transition out and just kind of be in the moment, just thinking about, I felt the feeling and then I go, now what? (laughs) Basically, because it's new, you know? That is really awesome. I'm totally going to use that. I'm going to try and teach that to my daughter, like feel how you feel, acknowledge it. Cause I do think the, the changing the state of mind to like getting out of the anger and accepting it, just, just that switch can be so huge. That is, that's really cool. I love that. Totally. I want to touch back on something that I think was a really pivotal moment for you with your daughter. First of all, you saved her years of therapy. <laughs> telling her. <laughs> 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 that, you know, we're not taught that nowhere does, does no. it say if you say you love yourself, then it's, then you're a narcissist. You know, yeah. how dare you, how dare you love yourself? We, we can't, if we don't oxygen, and loving yourself have to come first, because if you can't love yourself, you are not going to be able to have really good relationships with people because they're not going to be able to love you because you're not going to let them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could go deep, deep in psychology mm-hmm. of all that, but that's not what the episode's about. But with all of that being said, it's these little subtle nuances and little changes in our lives that we can do and track them, celebrate your tiny wins. We don't, we're not taught to celebrate our wins as well. And, and that can be in any silly way, in a healthy way. You could put on your favorite music. What I do is put on my favorite music and I dance in the kitchen with, you know, by myself sometimes and the dog, they're all jumping on me. Um, You know, there's all sorts of ways that you can celebrate those tiny wins, write those things down so that you have something to reflect back on to only compare yourself to yourself. And then you can look back and say, oh my gosh, look, last year, I remember now that I did this. Because sometimes these tiny wins, I don't know about you, my life is so busy, I forget. I forget. Yeah. And I think I'm in the same spot. But then when I look back at something that maybe I've done, I'm like, oh, wow. I'm not so, um To piggyback on everything you said, which is very, um, it's like spot on, I think. And um is that saying, believe in yourself and the rest will follow. Mm-hmm. That's easy to say and not always easy to 
continue yeah. on with your life, you know, because things, there's things that roadblocks that get in your way, etc. But, and it goes along with, you know, loving yourself. If you believe in yourself truly, you know, that, so that you can design your life by design, I think it's, you know, a good place to start. Yeah. I love that. You yeah. don't know where to start, you know, so. Start by starting. Step in. First thing that feels right, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Check in and do a check in with yourself. You know, yeah. like check in back with your goals every so often. And, you know, every quarter comes to mind. So, yeah, that's, that's such a good piece of advice that I always forget myself. Like I always forget, like I'll do, I do it too long. Like it'll be six months or a year. And I'm like, Oh, let's see. But I think it, it it's so helpful. Like you guys said, celebrate the win, check back in. Like yeah. you do forget, you literally forget the things that you accomplish. It's like, you'll find like a lot of really successful people. Like they get this huge goal and they built this million dollar mansion. And then this is like the goal of their life. They've worked 10 years for, well, 10 days later, they've already lived in this mansion for 10 days. And it's, just a house all of a sudden. And yeah. it's like, if you don't celebrate the little things, you, it's so easy to forget. Never mind the big things, but little things get swept under the rug so quickly. So I'm going to try and do that. <laughs> I'm going to be better about that. And, and you know, the reason why the house was never really the goal, that was a distraction to, to the thinking of this is what that I may need. This is what will make me happy. And it's, that's why it's really important to connect in with your feelings, because when you're connecting to your feelings and what you're really trying to look for, sometimes it's not any of that material stuff. Yeah. It's just, this is what I want. And it's like, oh, then I just need to make space in my life so I can be stress-free. Well, as much as life will allow you to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like, sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm filling my space too much. That's why I'm stressed out. Maybe if I do one less thing, like Colleen was saying, you know, like making time for her, um, you know, she, she, she volunteered and, and did her services for her HOA. And then, and now she's, now she's got that time to, and probably a lot less stress in her life. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, this has been great ladies. <laughs> I love how we could just go on and on. This just, so much to discuss with all of this. Yeah. Just give yourself permission to do it. Mm -hmm. Give yourself, start off with five minutes a day just to be, to do whatever you want. If, if you feel like you don't have time, start with five, 10, 15 minutes and then see what happens. What, well, this has been great discussing um, another mindset episode um, in the books for us, the real estate women. Um, I want to thank all our listeners for joining us today at the round table. Um, if you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on YouTube, uh, Facebook page, Instagram, and our website, therealestatewomen.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye. The information contained in this podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not licensed professionals and do not give investment advice, tax advice, or other professional advice. Please consult a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.